Welcome back to Law Lab Live. I'm your host, Sam Lab, joined by my two co-hosts, Taylor B and Grace. Guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves, let everybody know who you are, where you're from, where you're from, <laughs> what you do, and where they can find you. I'm going to say where I'm from now. I don't want to be DDoSed. You can't stop me. Uh, you just just give <laughs> give give like the tri-state area, then we'll then people can guess. Oh no! You go first. You go first. Where are you from, okay. Taylor? Uh, where am I from? I'll just say it. Um, I I I live in what's known as the DMV, so DC, Maryland, Virginia. But I live in DC. I'll just say it. That's okay. If are you, if I are get, you gonna if introduce get... yourself as well? No. No, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be that weird silent guy who uh who doesn't introduce No no, my name is Taylor B. Uh not only am I uh the magical Mr. Co-host of uh this fine show, but I'm also a co-host of the Spinfoil Theory podcast. Uh I am a Destiny enthusiast, uh I love racing games, and uh you know, my favorite racing games. Oh yeah, I like to go fast, man. I, I, I like that tag's not Christ. a joke. Like I was actually in the point zero like one percent in SRL. Like I, I played the heck out of that. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to use harsh words, but but um, you know I, I love I love to go fast. Um, and uh, let me see. Like my my favorite food is sandwiches. Oh, cool! I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about you, Grace? Well, uh, my favorite food is the kind you eat because I like food. Uh, but hello, everybody. I'm Grace. Uh, <laughs> I'm on the Twitter spaces <laughs> as Night Stalker with three eyes. I'm also a Destiny community artist that draws a lot of uh, my own original characters and um, Dungeons and Dragons stuff over on Lizard Draws Two Eyes Two Ds, and currently. I can't stop playing Final Fantasy fourteen. Ask me anything. Oh man. The, the game that I can't story. even get into because they have this weird sign up and login system. They really need to change that stuff. You got a two step. Yeah. Right? Two step yep. authentication? Apps, yeah. Apps on your phone with I the Squeenix code. I got as far as that and then it said your password doesn't match your date of birth. I'm like, really? Square Enix, really? Forget this. I'll, I'll help you. I'll help you after this. I got you. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get in there and do some IT. This we're about to help desk. <laughs> we're we're not quite a geek squad. We're kind of like a nerd posse. Yeah, oh I agree with that. The the nerd herd. Ooh, the nerd, nerd herd. herd. That sounds like it might be too much. <laughs> like a, a, herd, a herd of them. Like I might get trampled. In all the references, just hurting over me. Oh, <laughs> hurting. Okay, I'm, wow. I'll, I'll be your emotional oh. support, Catboy. Yay! <laughs> so many Catboys. It's so cool. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Do it for the um, Okay, this week's this week at Bungie. Bungie? Oh my gosh, what is going on today? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Um, all right, this week's twelve is looking pretty uh, full, to be honest. I, di- I didn't expect this much information. Uh, who would like to read it this week? 
I actually don't know how to read, so I'm going to decline. Grace, would okay. you like to read the book? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sure. I know how to read. That was a lie. Yeah, we'll, t- we'll take it from the, top, from the top, and then we can like stop at the end of each section and then go through it. All right, cool. So uh, this week, it is the week of 722. Um, this is written by Cosmo as well. We don't have DMG this week uh, for the 12, but it's late July. It is the yeah it is the second week of solstice of heroes um they mentioned that uh last week they went over a lot of um previews of ritual reputation changes that are coming next season so that's going to be season 15 um very excited about that but as cosmo says this twab is just a little lighter this week but we are talking about um the new bungee store stuff and changes to armor synthesis which has been a very hot topic since it was introduced but yeah that's the first section is uh unraveling the synth strands so yeah, yeah that's interesting um about what they said uh why is my why is my mind going blank today <laughs> it's like i open my mouth <laughs> to start talking and then forget what i was gonna say uh but yeah i think this so far this 12 falls within like our expectations of what we said last week light 12 this week somewhat semi-large 12 next week and then obviously the week before the 20 is it 27th 24th whatever anyway let latter part of august we'll get the the biggest stuff but anyway look, i just continue <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no i agree we did we did kind of say this is probably gonna be a lighter 12 and then uh they're gonna get increasingly more intense as we get closer to the august 24th date for sure um and dancing viewer is asking you a question in chat about yes uh he said can i escape the ff rabbit hole oh final fantasy <laughs> rabbit hole once i'm in um it depends on how invested in your character you get because it's very story driven so yeah <laughs> i'll i'll say from having from having played if i if i can chime in uh it it depends on on how much you enjoy the gameplay versus the story. The story is great. I'll give that. I, I I really want you to get get excited to go along the ride. But like for me, when I I had started uh, actually last year, or like really early this year, it's all a blur in these quarantine times. But uh, I I got through the story, and then I was cool to wait for the next the next DLC because there's like stuff to do in between the DLCs too that get released like in a timely fashion. But I wasn't always put little patches in there and here and there that I've seen people play. Yeah. And there's, and there's cool little, there, there, there is like cool little stuff. So if it, if it becomes like your main, they'll release, they release stuff to do every now and again. But like, for me, for me, what, like, I don't mind doing that stuff, but I, it's kind of like, you know when you have a show you really you know you're gonna want to binge, so you just wait a few weeks so you can watch a bunch of episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that for me. Like for me, I'm I'm happy to wait for the next DLC. I'll do those in between bits. That'll be fun, and then I'll I'll go I'll go hog on the story. But yeah, for for me, that's that's where I leave it. But I I still think it's worth it's worth a while. Like your character doesn't go anywhere if you if you end your subscription. Like I just did a month before. Yeah. it's it's still there. Yeah, it has cross-play, has cross-save, so if you ever, you know, because I started off on PC, and then when my friend, you know, 
suggested I pick it back, back up again because you know and walker's coming this fall um mm-hmm. they were like oh no you can play on console too and i was like seriously and they're like yeah you you would just have to buy the game like the dlc's again kind of you know because obviously purchases don't transfer over except if you have a subscription so you could have a sub and buy that on final fan you know just online and then you can play on any device that has the game that you've purchased the game on so pretty pretty cool plus you can just yeah. try it and play for free up to level 60 and, so and you can sub for just like one like one single month like you don't even have to make yeah. a recurring subscription like you can just be like i just oh, want to wow. play for the next 30 days i don't know if i'm going to want to mm-hmm. play next month and they're totally cool with it like yeah we'll take your money so like have fun <laughs> do it yes vero send me a dm and i'll talk final fantasy i, I got you mm-hmm. um do we want to move on with the twab Okay, so first section, uh, besides the intro, is unraveling the synth strands. So, like they said, since the launch of Season of Splicer, they've been looking at, you know, reception, seeing how people like it, dislike it, with the whole armor synthesis system. So, um, they say at the beginning of Season 15, they're going to deprecate, depreciate something? Depreciate. Depreciate. Well, it's, yeah. The passively earned world currency since strand. So in its place, you're going to be able to buy the bounties for 10,000 glimmer instead. So it's a lot less grinding to get, you know, the little, the little stuff the first to get the bounties to then get, you know, the weave and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like that because they said it's specifically to help cut down on the grind time just to get those, you know, materials you would need for the synth, uh, synth weave tokens. Um, and they said it's also going to free up a slot for uh, your consumables and your inventory. So, um, they also said that this hope this change they hope this change reduces the complexity of the armor synth system, with only one remaining currency for each class that can be immediately turned into Ada One's loom. So again, it just kind of cuts out a lot of the the middle of what you know the grinding would put into it. Um, they said, of course, they're going to continue monitoring the conversation and the use of armor synth as the season rolls out, which that season being season 15. Um, so they're like, please keep showing us our new looks. The team is inspired and delighted by the creativity they've seen from the Guardians around the world so far. So, personally, very glad that, I mean, I don't really use those materials anyways, because I just have the set armor that I love using mm-hmm. all the time. And besides me unlocking, like, every cloak imaginable for my hunter, because that's just what I like the most, are the cloaks. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, exactly. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I, I'm happy with it, and then maybe that'll calm a little bit more people down about because that was a big thing was that the grind time was so long, so a lot of people didn't want to grind for them, so they would have to buy it instead to get it immediately. So hopefully, I know that was like the one of the biggest gripes about it was, oh, if you don't want to grind, you have to buy it. So. I mean, to be fair, we had the bounties, and the bounties right, were yeah. repeatable. So you could just mm-hmm. grab a bounty for like PvP, and you're not even thinking about doing the bounty. You're just enjoying PvP, and you still get a whole bunch at the end of like once that bounty's done. So I think it's like a hundred, is a hundred, hundred thousand or something since we we get from one bounty or something along those lines. But, like yeah. that, I think they vary, and obviously the requirements vary too because i remember trying to do the first mm-hmm. one and i feel like it took me 
forever. Just that intro quest for oh, it. Yeah. I was like, this is a lot. So, Definitely. but yeah. So, uh, next is store renovations. So they've been talking about a, a Bungie store beta. I guess they finally pushed out the update. So, um, they said they were trying to make it a better place to shop, especially for Bungie rewards. So those rewards you guys get from, um, you know, completing certain story quest missions or getting your, um, your titles and things like that for the tokens. Um, they said that existing Bungie store customers, so if you have an account, you know, email, password, uh, to the Bungie store for whenever you buy stuff, um, you can now reset your password and it will migrate your Bungie Store account to the new site. Um, so that way you can link your Bungie Store account to your Bungie.net profile. And I get, I haven't tried it out yet, but I'm assuming that it'll make it easier for you to just maybe click on a tab and see uh, what rewards are eligible for you. Yeah, those um, are and it's pretty good. Yeah. So also, fun fact, if you reset it before July 31st at midnight Pacific time, you will get a free emblem. It's called New Blue. It looks really cool. It's a little, their logo holding the hand with a lightning bolt, and it's uh, got a really nice look to it. I feel um, like, yeah, I feel like every time I see that, that Bungie emblem now, especially since I've seen this version of the, uh, or this in-game emblem, I just think it's like Zeus about to smite someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it does you're give really, that, yeah. You're about to be done. Smoting. <laughs> That's really <laughs> clever uh, um, design. But but I'm 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 kind of I'm sorry. Were you still reading this section? Sorry, I don't want to. I was taking a drink. Go ahead. Oh no worries. Uh, before before double your fun, I'm kind of I like that. But what I think sucks about it is, especially for a lot of streamers and content creators, they can't do giveaways now as much. It'll strictly be things that are like charity. That where oh, they send you a yeah, code to redeem. So you can't you can't have a raffle for like, oh, like I got this season emblem. I'm just giving it away. Like maybe maybe you want this item. I'm not going to buy it, but like something like that. Now it's tied to your account. So you can't like gift the code to somebody for all of those things anymore. Possibility, too, of like collector's editions coming out or like physical, tangible items. Like if you buy a Grimoire book, it comes with the card on the inside as the emblem. Mm -hmm. so there's always things like that you know so oh yeah it's just it's just fewer now like it's not as many as it was and i thought that was yeah. a cool i thought that was a cool kind of aspect about it is you could you know like iron the symbol but i'd like you to have it like maybe you're giving it to a friend or maybe maybe you're a streamer and and as a way to promote yourself or you're like a content creator in general and as a way to promote yourself like you, you kind of go after it like that so yeah i uh I appreciate what they're I mean, doing because it's a lot easier to figure out your bungee friends. rewards. I will say that, but it, it just from from that like singular standpoint, kind of yeah, could be cooler. Yeah, it's consistency, right? I think that's what's mm -hmm. missing from the emblem thing. Is if you're going to keep doing them, keep doing them. Like, I, but I noticed that they take breaks from doing it, and I guess it makes sense because you don't want it to become stagnant, stagnant, and you want people to get excited about the emblems but i kind of think that people are genuinely always excited about emblems uh i think one of the things people have asked for for the longest time was like animated emblems which makes oh so i've much seen sense. so many people make concepts for them it'd be so cool right i can i can i can tell you what 
not even having to host that, but me trying to imagine it in my current job, some sort of animated identifier, I already hurt at all the drain. And we have dead, like we have servers. Bungie don't. I mean, it would just be a gif. <laughs> like, it would just be a gif, though. Literally well, a so gif, like network. I think it, network host hosted somewhere else. So I think it. I think it anything. makes sense if if it's yours and it only works on your screen. Yeah. Oh, if it's like okay, if it's downloaded into your game files, yeah, well, that would make sense. If you're if you want everyone who you load in with to see that GIF, Ooh. like I already hurt for for it makes me, our P2P gameplay. It makes me wonder though, because we have shaders that are animated. You know, there there are what five at least that I can think of at the top of my head that change somewhere on the Guardian that like have mm -hmm. some kind of movement to it. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder if you know, if we can do something like that, then um, how much of a strain that an like a animated emblem might make? Like maybe the middle ground is, you know, when you're in a fire team, you're in orbit. You know, you can typically see everybody's names with their emblems. Maybe it's only animated when you click on inspect player. Like people know it's an yeah. animated emblem, and it'll move when it, you know things like that. And that's that's kind of like point. the only thing I can think of. That's a very fair so, point too. Uh, you know, just just to uh, really quickly. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Smart. Um, no, but no. as as a that's a very that's a very fair point too. It's just Destiny is a game that already worries about bloat. Like they cut whole portions of the game because the game's too big in certain platforms. When you update it, it's a whole thing. When you have all that's, that content, that's because they refuse to change. That, that's because Bungie refused to up update their engine to the latest uh unreal engine they're still using unreal engine one oh i'm just thinking i'm just thinking for playstation uh because of sony uh for sony to push out an update the way they do it so you don't potentially lose your game is they make you back up the game so yeah you make you make a copy oh. of that like 80 or 100 gigs so you actually need to update Destiny, you, for example, you need to have twice the actual space of the game. Yeah, the copying is what takes so long. Yeah. It's agonizing. It's faster uh, with the SSD on PS5. I will, I will say that, or if you have an external SSD, it's a lot faster, but it's still slow. But that's well, because yeah. of their, it's, like, it's, yeah. It's the problem with having a machine that's essentially a PC at the end of the day, like... The more yeah. the the more technology pushes forward, the more consoles become like uh, um, PCs, more or less. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm that astronaut behind you right now, clicking the gun, saying it always was. I've <laughs> <laughs> like, always been a PC. Yeah. Always was like boom. Like, oh my God. What did you say? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll be that guy. That's okay. Um but I think I think I think it's I um just just because different companies have different standards. 
I feel like that that's always that's always a place that they're they're gonna kind of find themselves in a gray area about. Because do you do you think though that that's uh, oh, okay? I'll be hundred percent honest. Sony is probably one of the the most intentionally awkward companies out there, whether it be music, movies, or gaming. Unless whatever whatever it, like unless whatever product or IP they're putting out directly benefits them and them alone, they're not happy. So, so they will literally refute every other deal that comes their way unless it's gonna have like everything that Sony could ever want for can, them. Can I can I ask you a question about that comment? Because that that, mm. that that raised that raised a, a sort of pin for me. Uh, in 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 something I, I think about a lot. Are you talking about maybe at least in reference or in part, uh, for example, about how uh, in the last generation of games, Sony was kind of against crossplay for a lot of games. I mean, that's, yeah, that's okay. just one one thing. So so I just I want to put this out there: the gen before, when Xbox was on top, Sony was for crossplay, and Microsoft was against it. I think it's whoever's winning, whoever's making the most money, just wants to keep it for themselves. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, okay, maybe that was. Maybe there's probably some truth to that at the time with Xbox, because at the time I didn't. I didn't know as much about Xbox as I do now. But I did PS3. Case, I felt it. I felt it in my bones. Right. I mean, I was that. <laughs> I was that kid who like. I had an Xbox for a while and then I gave it away to somebody who didn't have a console and then eventually I had a PS2 for the longest time. So when people were like on PS3 or PS3 or PS4, I was still using PS2. It's just one of those things. Um, But yeah, there's just like, and don't get me wrong, I, I grew up on PlayStation. So I always like, I loved a lot of like the earlier, all the early games and the way that they would do stuff. But there's just always something like, and I know that all these corporate companies do this on some level, but I guess maybe it's just that Sony's more obvious about it. They're like, they will show you that their 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 cards under the table, as opposed to Xbox, who will be like, "Um, well, we're, we're, we're not going to show you our dirty so, laundry." But PlayStation, will, you know, you can see some of the briefs we used from like a week ago if you want to, kind of thing. So there were at that time in release and like not to go in like a like a like a like an industry tangent but uh it's it's a really it's a really interesting time for sony because they're actually losing out to xbox big time in in the ps3 360 uh thing um it, xbox it, have cleaned the they're cleaning the market space well i'm not talking about now though i'm talking about i'm talking about back then two generations ago oh, okay yeah Two generations ago, PS3 did not sell as well as the, uh, I want to say that's the 360, because then it's Xbox One, right? Okay, yeah. It was like, all right, yeah, so so PS3 versus, versus 360. It, like, they, they're losing this console war, but they win Blu-ray versus HD DVD. Because they mm-hmm. had learned from their mistakes back when they did Beta, Betamax versus uh, VHS. Yeah, Back because in the Xbox's 80s. biggest issue then was that they they didn't have enough games. That used to be their ship forever. It was just that it was like PlayStation has all the exclusives, all the developers come well, to them That's what PS4 first. did. So right. PS4 came out after losing a generation, 
Sony came out swinging real hard with PS4. Like, real hard. And it's really funny. What they did was they built more of a gaming-focused machine. The PS3, fun fact for anyone knows this, it actually plays more different media file types than any PlayStation uh, before or since. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. it's it's almost like the VLC of home consoles. If it's a video file, a PlayStation 3 will probably play it. Like, fun fact, if you got it on a jump drive or you load it in somehow, like, it will oh, probably PS3. play on a PS3. I was That's, actually mad yeah. when they stopped supporting it. Yeah, Well, it's because of the hardware. PS4, they came out swinging really, really hard on the gaming aspect of the hardware because they kind of, like, the the Blu-ray being there was kind of like a bonus, whereas at first, like, the PS3 was meant to be like a home entertainment system. You were supposed to listen to music on it. You were supposed mm-hmm. to stream. You were supposed to play Blu-rays. You were supposed to play games. PS4 was just for games. Like, it did some of the other stuff, too, but, like, primary focus was games. Right. And then, moving forward, I mean, I have an Xbox Series S. Like, I have the little one. But even I, like, I, I have a PS5 right next to it. Yo, Microsoft came out swinging in this generation quite similarly. Like, just to, to your point earlier, so I'm like, they're killing it. Game Pass, mm-hmm. games, uh, it, it, graphics, fidelity, like, uh, all the stuff everyone wants. Subscription like, services. Yeah. Netflix, Amazon Prime. Like, they came so. out swinging, and Sony developed haptic feedback. Or incorporated it. I don't know if they developed it. It's like, guys, it's like raindrops on your on your grips when you're playing. It's, it's mm-hmm. that. Oh, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, I like they can do like pinpoints. Just to comment on the hap- haptic feedback, and this is gonna sound so silly when I say this because I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I, but playing Final Fantasy 14 and riding my horse around and stuff like that, and feeling the way that the hoof beats feel when your horse runs. There's mounts mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy 14. Yes, there are, and all of them fly. I need all to of them. This game. <laughs> My friend followed me around on a flying crab yesterday, and it was the funniest thing I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. But no, the haptic feedback feels amazing, especially um, to get more on topic of like Destiny um, with the way that weapons fire and things like that. It feels really cool. Like it's really, really interesting. Yes, my controller dies a little bit faster, but it's not a huge difference. I feel like they la- it lasts a lot longer than my PS4 controller did. I've but always yeah. felt that the, the, the so cool. PlayStation yeah. controllers feel the way a controller should like. They, mm-hmm. they operate the way you think. If that makes sense, like I don't know, there's yeah. something like PlayStation PlayStation controllers always feel comfortable. Like it, like it sits very in ergonomic. Hand. Right, like it's natural, like this is how it's supposed to be. Xbox, on the other hand, for me, they're too big. Yeah, they feel chunky. The buttons are. I can't do it. Then again, then again, I love the sixty-four controllers, but you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. That is a hundred percent nostalgia. Loving that N sixty-four controller. You didn't actually love that controller. You just remember it. Mm-hmm. You definitely do remember it. You remember yep, holding the hand cramp. Goldeneye. Oh, <laughs> I remember holding it for I think it was Mash. 
Uh, well, like, Pokemon, well, Pokemon Coliseum didn't really require anything but the thumbstick and pressing oh, buttons. But well, Smash. I, I I played fighting games on that too. So like, oh, I remember geez. I remember actually using the D pad. Everyone WWE. Uh, WWE was a cool one, but I want to say I want to say one of the Street Fighters was on there. But I might have I might be my, conflating. I don't think it was a mainline one. Had, but... Yeah, he only had a. Uh, because I would, we would go over to his house after school because he was the only kid in the cul-de-sac that had a 64. And the rest of us had, like, Game Boy SDs. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we, would, we would go over and we would play mostly Pokemon Coliseum. And when he got Hey You Pikachu for Christmas one year, oh, oh my God, that we would... Oh, it was, it was oh, so great. We it. would not stop. <laughs> but I... That was a console my family never had. Um, oddly enough... Uh, my dad worked for Blockbuster for years, like oh, regional cool. director of operations, yeah. ran like half the country's stores. Um, and so we would get all the new releases. And we so we had literally every console that released. We had all the handhelds. You know, I think we had like a GameCube of every color at one point. So like, so cool. and that was that, that was just because it just gave gave everybody one of them. You know, there you go. It's it's a new model kind of thing. So, so like a lot. I think my that most so cool. memorable, yeah, my most memorable couple of them consoles growing up was I was in kindergarten. My dad got me Game Boy Color with Pokemon Red, and then that's how I I didn't know how to read half the words, but I learned how to read better by playing Pokemon on a Game Boy Color. Same. And <laughs> yes, and uh, then my siblings and I, because I have two younger siblings, three and four years younger than me, and playing Billy Hatcher on the game on the GameCube, and also Super Smash Brothers Melee. We would always wow. choose that huge Zelda map. Like two of my most memorable things. And then when he mm. brought home the 360 for the first time, and he's like, "Yeah, my employee said I should try out Call of Duty too. Do you guys want to play?" playing split screen with my family when I was in like fourth grade Call of Duty 2 and those are OG maps oh like yeah it was something split but screen. yeah so Dude, that sounds way cooler I, I than my that. fourth grade <laughs> split but, screen was the jam back in the day yes. stop looking at my screen stop looking at my screen I'm not looking at your screen I swear I swear I swear <laughs> You shot you always, back. I you, always, radar. you always know where I'm at. You always, you're looking at my stop looking at stop looking at my screen. I have a UAV. Don't. I'm not looking. I'm telling mom. <laughs> I'm telling mom. mom. <laughs> no. No, you want you want to know what game got us into the most fights, my siblings hmm. and I? Hmm. Xbox. Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, Moss Eisley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Specifically Moss Eisley. Yes, specifically. Specifically. That game ended with controllers being thrown at people's faces. So, oh, geez. We never threw controllers. I think we would have gotten probably our, our butts beat. So you when, know? Like, yeah. when Xbox came out, my brother, my older brother, had was in his senior year of high school, and I was in like my last year of elementary school. And I remember he he stayed over with my dad, and whenever I went over there, like he and his buddies. Well, no, no, no. It was a little before that. 
So maybe like the year before, but like leading up to that, they would romper stomp me in Goldeneye. <clears throat> like they oh, would invite gee. me to play so that one of them could go to the bathroom and then they would all kick my be like, oh, you lost. You got to pass the sticks. Like, oh, okay. And then like, I never get to play oh. again. Yeah. Um, I, but I got I my revenge. Memory. Do it. What's your event? What was your I revenge? got my revenge. I was better at Star Fox than any of those jerks. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude, dude, oh, my friend Monzi's who's listening, humongous Star Fox fan. You need to talk to them about Star Fox. Oh, dude, I like, I got Star Fox. I want to say I was like, it was either eight or one hundred and eight <laughs> points away from the maximum score you can get in Star Fox sixty four. Oh, yeah, there like, is. Our chat breaks more down Star Fox. <laughs> yeah, I was able. <laughs> I was able, yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, 100%. I was able to, like, I could play every map. I had, like, I was young enough, like, I could, I, like, I had everything memorized. And, like, when I was playing with them, like, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would even, like, I would even put on kid gloves. I'd be like, okay, you want me to be the tank? I'll be the tank. You guys can be planes. Oh, no. Yeah, no, I would, I would destroy them because I would just roll around and then just, like, charge up the charge up the landmaster shot yeah i would charge up the landmaster shot till it locked onto them <laughs> it was a bait and switch <laughs> the tank's actually the best one because you can just dodge freely and then if it locks onto something like let it go and you'll you'll kill them in like one or two shots wow that sounds <laughs> yeah i i just had the most vivid memory come back to my head while you were talking about star fox and i I would have to, I'm going to look this up real quick to see what year this came out. Um, hold on. But, like I said, my dad used to work for Blockbuster. And I remember this game originally released on... Oh, my God. Wait, I was five years old. Yeah. Okay. Stop making so me feel old. No, I was five years old when this happened. But... Because... Uh, he comes home, and he, we had the you know three we had the Xbox, and he goes. Um, so he's like, "Look at this new game that just come out. It came out. Um, it's about space, and it's a shooter, just like you know, just like the other games we tried. Do you wanna you wanna come play with me?" And I was like, "Yeah," because I'm the oldest. I'm attached to my dad, and he sits down. And I sit in his lap, and he boots up halo for the first time oh, snap. i i i always forget how much of a special Dang, place in my heart that now. halo has because yeah. the next time i played a halo game was with my brother when halo 3 came out and yeah that was 2007 so bang, dang wow. did you <laughs> but, have that moment yeah. where you're like holy crap it's these guys i remember these guys I I just remember Master Chief. I remember the green armor. That was all. I was like, wait, that was like, I remember when dad showed this to us, you know? So, and I remember my brother and I playing on different systems and playing the campaign together in that final Warthog run mission. Just, but yeah, <laughs> we've gotten so off topic. But Dude, nostalgia. Yeah, that's it's, it's that's what it. in the radio business they call good radio. Yes. Good, good radio. All right. Mm-hmm. Swinging back to the TWAB. Yeah. So Double your fun. <laughs> so. <laughs> Nightfalls next week. 
double rewards. Yes. Um, they said they're going to have a mixed bag of rewards as um, Palindrome, the Swarm, and Shadow Price will be dropping. So, like, uh, from Cosmo's mouth, uh, everything is on the menu. And with double rewards, it is a fantastic opportunity to pick up more rolls um, and add them to your collection for the first time. Wait, everything's on the menu? What do you mean? It, that's what he said. So everything is on the menu. Oh, everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. I'm going to keep saying that intently, and I'm going to let users out themselves for where their mind goes. Everything. Mine went to (laughs) Cabal for some reason, was the first thing I thought of. I like it. I like it. I like it. And like he says, speaking of Nightfall rewards, in Season 15, the level rotation is going to change. So it says instead of six weapons in a one-by-one-by-one by three rotation, like they had in the second half of this season, they're going to have eight weapons in pairs, consisting of newer ones and old and uh, one older weapon. Nice. So, yeah, they said they, uh, you know, we should remember that weapons are being reprised from Destiny One, um, like a shotgun and a rocket launcher. There's ultimate reward for doing the longest Crucible quest. Um, <laughs> each week, one of the new additions will be featured along with another weapon already in the pool. And he gives us a couple examples. Uh, first one being the comedian with Shadow Price. Second one being the hothead and hung jury. So uh, they said the additions this season uh, have the spicy perk combinations typical of Nightfall loot, including a couple perks not seen on these archetypes in the past. So double rewards. Everything's on the menu. Uh, as the drifter would say, yum yum in my tum. <laughs> so... Oh man, yeah. I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna do like a joke, like drifter recipes for the different enemy races. Oh, well, there pro- there's probably some he already says in canon with some, with uh, some That's voice lines already. But I like, I, I just want to do like little sound bites or like maybe tweets or something. Just be like, drifter says, serve the fallen with a bechamel. Like, like, just random. Why the fallen? No. Well, 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 well. All right, serve, serve, serve. Uh, the thrall. Just, just rewrite that in your brain right now, and you can react that way. Forgiven. Thank you. That just. (laughs) Hey man, hey man. If you haven't tried it with a bechamel, all I'm saying. (laughs) Get a roux going. Like we can have us. Have us a fine meal. <laughs> oh, Taylor, you are the sharpest tool in the shed, which, which leads us to tooling on the twab. Oh, thank um, <laughs> It says, you ever wonder what it's like to create the thing that allows the creators to create? Um, they updated the Bungie tech blog yesterday, and it talks about what it's like to be a tools engineer at Bungie. So they mentioned if you're a new engineer, if you're, or if you're still in school, or you're just really interested in getting into game development, um, and you're unsure what you want to pursue, it gives you a good insight on what it's like to make development tools at Bungie. Must be the um, most stressful so. job ever. Oh, jeez, I can't imagine. That's, that's, I, I, that's when the kinda, department yeah. they need to hire more people in. Yeah. Because when it, when it comes to coding, all I know is how to change the color of text. Uh, I did not pay attention to oh. that in uh, school, so I, w- I wish I had, but... Um, Wait, your yeah. schools had coding? My university, I learned a little bit oh. of web coding and graphic okay. design. 
I thought you were talking about like like growing up schools. Like how much has changed? I like I was I was turning into Matt Damon at the end of Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> For a second, I was like, "Wait, they taught you guys what?" <laughs> Some graphic design courses in high school do teach uh, coding, but more so for like Dreamweaver and stuff for like websites. Oh yeah, so Dreamweaver. I feel old. Uh, I, Did you immediately think I of the song? Dreamweaver do not get along. The song. Dreamweaver. Oh no, I don't know it. Oh my god, there, there was a song for Dreamweaver. What? I, I, okay, well, 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 no. No, they don't have a song for Dreamweaver. Um, it's, it's by, it's by Gary Wright. And it's, um, if you've seen Wayne's World or something, like, you've heard it. It's, it's a song from 1975. Okay. At least I know what Wayne's World is. Thank God. Yeah, 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 no. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you. If you didn't, if you were like, "What's a Wayne's World?" I may have had to just leave for the rest of the cast. <laughs> You'd be like, you know what? That's that's my out. Like, you kids have fun. Like, I'm just gonna. <laughs> like the song's older than me too, for what it's worth. Everyone listening. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. All right. I we're gonna move on. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to pull a teacher card here and say, okay, thank you for your input. We're moving on now. Um <laughs> You just you just blessed your heart at me. Well bless your heart. Okay. I did. It's okay. <laughs> We'll talk after class. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Goyster needs his eye drops. Um, so they're talking about um, this is a player support team and their section, uh, their report of the TWAB. So talking about the updates, the Bungie rewards in the store. So they launched it on Tuesday. So it's very recent. Um, but to get your uh, new Bungie rewards, make sure you uh, log into your store account, change, change your password, things like that. Um, with update uh, 3.2.1.2, um, that was a hot fix. I think it dropped today. Um, they changed some very important issues. So last last week's twelve, they said not to make new characters because some of your materials, namely solstice packages and fragments, would disappear possibly. Uh, so they were like, please don't do that until we fix it. But they changed that. They fixed it. Uh, they should no longer get removed from your inventory when you create a new character. Um, the Ludomaniacal Emblem will now unlock for players to reset their infamy three times. Um, Dreaming City weapons are going to drop for all players as intended, because I guess they weren't. Um, and the One Fell Strike Triumph is now unlocked for all players. So they're talking about um, known issues they're going to fix. So upgrades to Magnificent Armor uh, might drop it to 1100. Um, Insight Terminus can sometimes produce bird error codes. Um, so we got birds in the uh, Insight Terminus, no longer tanks. Um, Goyster Ghost Shell displays somewhat off-putting white eyes with no pupils on some platforms. <laughs> which I think is hilarious. I really want to know now. I really want to know now. I really want to see like the dead eye like zombie, like maybe the eyes rolled in the back. I want to see it now. I 
I want to see it now. I just want to see it now. I want to see it maybe incorporated into the game. I don't know. I'm not a designer, but like I'm here to explore all the ideas. <laughs> Boyster sees all. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I, I seriously, like I approach this and I'm just like, I'm just like, well, like, is it necessarily bad? <laughs> maybe we can use this. Um, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Oh, well, later. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> this, this game, seriously. <laughs> the poetry is so exotic. I'm sorry. Um, some players didn't get their easy weekly challenge reset. Um, and sometimes Riven doesn't get stunned on the second level of the last witch raid. So she's just getting used to RBS at this point and doesn't get stunned. Um, but for a full list of issues, obviously, you can look at the known issues. There are two movies of the week. I haven't had the chance to look, but it looks like, um, someone used GarageBand for the Deep Stone Crypt theme. Maybe change it up a little bit. Um, there's also one called Around the World. Um, for the artists of the week, um, Zima Slava with a really gorgeous piece. Uh, I saw it, I think, maybe one or two weeks ago, and I'm very glad that it got featured, because... The detailing on the Warlock's cloak is what really stands out to me. And they also picked someone from uh, Instagram, Timo's too. Art is amazing. Like, I'll, I'll yes. enjoy her artwork. I'm very glad that she got featured. But, uh, yeah. So, very cool art this week. Um, she last joined not least, the, was... uh, the art discord? Huh? The, the I don't know if she did something for that fashion magazine then she was definitely she's definitely in the uh the discord because that was something that we all did as a group um i'll have to double check i don't know at the top of my head um but yeah so last but not least um i think that the reason that the club was late this this week was because of things that have been going on and the game industry as a whole recently mm -hmm. um so Bungie released a statement shortly before the top TWAB was dropped. Um, so to read this word for word off the TWAB, yesterday evening news broke about yet another example of systemic harassment in within our industry. We believe the women, POC, and underrepresented communities when they come forward with the reports of abuse or harassment. We are committed to doing everything in our power to combat systemic harassment, sexism, abuse, and inequality. Um, they do provide a link. It says you can read our full statement here on our commitment to continue to improve the experiences of our own employees, as well as everyone in the industry as a whole. Whether you are in the gaming industry or in a gaming community, please stand with us against abuse, harassment, and inequality. Speak up when you witness it and do what you can to create a safe space for everyone around you. I know that us as a team, I don't think I have to say otherwise that we all agree with this statement. Um, 100%. Especially... Most, you know, majority of us being a part of those communities um, that were listed. And I've seen Bungie employees, you know, respond to Bungie's statement, like, Adam Pinatorius, like, this is why recruiters can't get him away from Bungie, because, like, they are very strong, and they follow these uh, without a doubt. Um, obviously, there's probably things that, you know, maybe get missed with other companies, things like that, but I... I'm very glad that they decided to say something because they've always been on top of topics like this and it's never really performative in my opinion from them. So I'm glad that they made a full statement, included that in the TWAB 
because I think that's something that the community as a whole needs to focus on and be a little bit better about. So there are safe spaces, but that's only because we've created them and we've kept people that are harmful to the community kind of at arm's length. Yeah. And I I always, I always want to say when, when someone complains about some place or the existence of a safe space, I was like, well, dude, just, just imagine like, like number one, you're not helping, but two, just imagine the fact, like, try to think of why why they need it. Try to think of why yeah. it's it's so important. Try to think of why it's so inclusive. Try to think of why it's it's something that uh, is for everyone's betterment. Like, try to try to try to like put yourself in someone else's shoes. Like, it, oh, why is there a safe space? Like, like if you don't need one recognize that that's your privilege some people yeah like yeah man and and you got to be here for that everyone everyone deserves to have a voice everyone deserves to feel included and yeah it's 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 just all it's all bs without without me going on like a cursing tirade against (laughs) against it yeah yeah Especially with the news of what has come from those companies and just mm-hmm. the horrifying and disgusting things that oh have gone on. And I mean, it's I, and I, it's I, not I, just Activision Blizzard. Riot oh, Games no, is just sure. as bad and people don't realize that. Oh yeah. So and Riot Games has been talked about a lot. Oh yeah. I mean there's this I mean, I won't even go into detail, but like when I read what I read about Riot and what happened to a particular person that a character was based off of that was pretty much it for me i was like nope not watching your music videos not supporting your music not supporting your games sorry goodbye it's yeah it's it's really bad and riot's been talked about so much longer brothers like any company that 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 mistreats people i'm honestly not Mm -hmm. gonna like even if i've played your game for years i will stop playing the game there are other games made by smaller companies that deserve a lot of the attention that some of these bigger companies are getting so maybe it's just, maybe it's a, maybe it's time there is a shift in uh in folk in like support and focus and and like where people are pumping their money into absolutely i haven't it's like i haven't even touched overwatch in well over a year and a half maybe now I mean, since they I, did uh the the things since they banned that that player for the uh Hong Kong um, protesting. Well, you know, the, the I I haven't Jeff touched Kaplan it. Kaplan left. I knew that was it. I was like, you can forget Overwatch Two. If Overwatch Two comes out, it's going to be nothing like what they promised. Mm-hmm. Um, they keep promising all sorts of things and saying, "Oh yeah, it's coming." First they said 2021, then they said 2022, and then Jeff's left. I was like, "No, nah, okay, totally different, totally different game, totally different team." Um, I think this dog has had its day. It was a good run, but you know, like the community, a lot of the community around that game were insanely toxic, and it just I couldn't. Oh, it was ridiculous. That's why I stopped playing. I just I couldn't tolerate that. But yeah, yeah. Shame. That's okay. why you know, even even while the Destiny community has its definite, definitely notorious people, and a lot of uh, very unsavory voices. Um, and not just big names. I'm not talking about big names. I'm talking about just like your average Twitter user, you know, 
it's mm -hmm. there are a lot of really great people that do their best to you know make this a good community and community managers are always on top of it too which is fantastic um so it's it's definitely probably the best gaming community i've been a part of in a long time um so yeah yeah i uh just to round out like there's 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 no there's no place for i think in in any situation the sort of abuse uh going back to the article before we get too too far away from it it th th that's that's just horrible uh and companies have to expect like like the, those companies listed in the article they tried to they tried to be like oh well this isn't true or this was made up and like blah 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 like okay like that one hmm, whoever had the power to tell you to say that is mm -hmm. as your reply is you know kind of in control and probably part of the systemic reason why that was persisting for as long as it did because that's you know, no way to react to that that's no way to react to that, to say, like, well, you know, we tried. And then to complain about how you cooperated with the investigation before you found out what it was about. You're they, full of it, dude. You're full of it. If you had nothing to hide, you wouldn't care that you got caught. Right, exactly. I've, I, I, you know, it just goes to show, and I think this was something that PMG said earlier, is that when you have a lot of power and you have a lot of influence, if you're not using that to do good indoors and outdoors, that's to say within within your staffing community and then within like the out community and that what you do in your company, like it's about your level of care. Do you care or is it just about money? Because if you care, even the cleaner would feel valued. But a lot of these companies don't, they don't invest in, in their people. They just want to make money. And as long as the focus is about money, this I'm like every single one of these companies will end up in the same place. I don't care whether it's yeah. Ubisoft, I don't care whether it's Sony. So many of these companies have come up this year, and we've all oh god, out, I forgot about Ubisoft. Found out more about what we already knew was going on. Like it's insane. Like you know, Warner Brothers will hire lawyers to give them advice so that they they can legally get rid of somebody because they're a certain gender or race and and remove as many of their scenes as they can from the film so that it doesn't become an issue like what really dude you want to erase you pay you're paying an actor to cut them out of something that they've put poured their like sweat and blood into it doesn't make any sense like just for profit it's not worth it you know so you just have to like sidestep those kinds of just those kinds of people um because sadly they don't they don't ever want to take responsibility for, for what they've done or what they're doing. Yeah, on the lighter note, I think the, the important thing is like we said before is we will keep championing the things that we do, um, loving and supporting each other and, and others within the Destiny community and making sure that we are creating a safe space for people to come and hang out in and you know, laugh like we do every episode or you know <laughs> when, when we're on topic and or off topic the ridiculousness that ensues for sure yeah sorry about that again guys i'm just constantly no no, no. <laughs> you are not <laughs> it's fine we, we agree with you. <laughs>
but yes, you mm-hmm. always have both of you have wonderful things to say. So I agree. For sure, for sure. Yep. So is there any more? Is there any more twelve? Um, no, I think I think that's, that's it. it. The twelve. Yeah, that's the very end. This week. So dang uh, I guess we'll we can wrap it up right here. Any final thoughts before we close out? Um, um oh sorry, please. What was it? Uh what is it? Hold on, hold on. My final thought is that uh Goyster sees all. He is all seeing, all knowing. Fear him. That's all. <laughs> all hail uh, Goyster. My final thought, if you follow us on Twitter, you'll know why. It's gonna be cat boys. Oh, oh no. Jeez. Don't cat don't get boys, excited. Cat boys. Cat boys. Mm-hmm. They're boys, but they're cats. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, one thing that I just have to toss in there that someone else was t- commenting the Destiny Art community uh today. Suddenly everybody's making their exos into cat boy cat girls, and I don't know why. Okay. But I like it. And it's Can really exciting. About- <laughs> Can I talk about one? Can I talk about one thing that made me really giggle, like because I hadn't yes. considered it. There I forget who the artist was, but there was like a, a thing going around Twitter the last couple of days where this this artist did like, you know, like beachwear for the favorite characters. And I think they did the Exo Stranger mm-hmm. and she's wearing a, a bikini and I'm just like, she is a robot. <laughs> like, but, like and and no 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 I get it because they're like exos exos are persons they have personhood like but it still just made me like laugh more than I ever expected. I was That's just like another quote of the week. Exos are persons. I mean, yeah, they are. You know, there's some there's some some strange subcult uh, communities within the Destiny community that really love the whole. Eight to one in a bikini thing, but yeah, yeah, like oh, more I've than a friend. Some, hmm, interesting things I would rather have not seen, but you know, agreed. Everybody has their own art style yes. and yep. their own tastes, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah. Draw, draw what makes you happy. I will never stop saying that, as long as it is not offensive. I feel, yeah. Yeah, I gotta draw that line before I say <laughs> draw anything that makes you happy because there's some things you should never draw. Mm-hmm. Read. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, alright. So, right. How about you, sir? Have... What about your final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, it's been a slow season. Looking forward to new stuff kind of looking forward to also maybe playing some new games if any new games come out i don't know i feel a little bit fatigued with destiny at the moment um not in a negative way just in the sense that it's just like i don't only want to always be thinking about destiny all the time which which shocked me but i guess it makes sense when it's healthy the only content you're making yeah um so yeah but yeah looking forward to Crossplay. I just like. Yes. I'm not even. I'm not even. So hyped. I'm more excited about crossplay than I am about Witch Queen. Hundred percent. Because I'm like, I just want to play with my friends. Seriously, Bungie, just give, just give you crossplay. <laughs> give, give crossplay, please. Just to, just to, just to smart. Yep. You know, just so we can play with his friends again. Only smart can crossplay. 
<laughs> it's the smart thing to do, Bungie. Oh, mm -hmm. snap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, oh, there. Oh, yeah. No, I won't. I won't make that joke. But yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. Well, uh, if you've been listening to us on the podcast or you listen to us live, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dancing Viru and others who are maybe here and didn't let us know. But yeah, thanks for listening. And we will see you next week. We're expecting a slightly heavier twelve, probably some pre-seasonal or pre-epilogue setup stuff, or we hope to hear something about crossplay um, as we draw closer to August. But for now, that's going to be it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. I love how that didn't pick up my goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right, oh, God, I'm saying there it is. now. I'm saying it now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean, I didn't mean to die off. Um, but I was typing smart. I didn't know if it was that. Uh... You've been listening to Law Lab, your family-friendly Destiny roundtable. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. The Law Network.